Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back to the final episode of Own the Feels, brought to you in partnership with Love Better, where we're doing our damnedest to help us break up better. This means owning whatever we're feeling and learning how to deal with it. Belle, I can't believe we've made it to the end of our relationship or the podcast. <laughs> Both. Because honestly, we break. I know how to break up now, so I'm going to practice oh, on you. After this, it ends. Off no here. revenge, no jealousy. <sighs> Clean Clear, graceful communication. And under control. Not over a text. <laughs> Not over a text. Wow. That could be the best, most devastating, both best and most devastating breakup I've ever been through. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Hopefully we get to have another season of this or something because we've even talked about friendship breakups. Oh, okay. That's a whole other kettle of fish. Anyway. Back today, to the main kettle. Back to the main kettle. Today we are talking about all the things that you learnt from your first breakup. Yeah, so like a guide. Like if, if you were yeah. to break up today, I would send this episode to you and it would have like all the most useful, constructive yeah. things that you need to know in that moment where you just feel like in the middle of a maze of heartbreak hell and without a map. Yes. This is your map. And we just felt like... We, as we talk about all the time, you'd been so generous with all your stories. We have learned so much along the way. There just had to be some place where we put it all mm. because we needed it all summed up in a quick, easy, maybe not easy if you're going through a breakup, but <laughs> in a gorgeous, light topic. <laughs> in a gorgeous podcast. <laughs> no, it's so useful because like I've had friends send me like Instagram carousels of tips before in a mm. breakup and like you end up with this kind of mishmash of content and things to like kind of process what you're going through so to have it all in one place is super gorge especially if you're like feeling really emo and need to lie down with your eyes closed and, and just feel heard and seen a flannel over your eyes yes. and the light waning from the day this is what you should be listening to and truly we really do hope i honestly hope with all my heart that this series has given you something for a future breakup or for a breakup that you've gone through or one you're going through right now I just really hope that you've gotten something out of it because weirdly I'm not in a position right now where I'm cut up over any breakups or I'm planning on having a breakup thank god but I have learned so much from you from Liv from all the people that have sent these stories I feel weirdly so so equipped to help my friends through breakups You'll be like um, like a hairdresser on set of a photo shoot <laughs> yes. with like a hairbrush for everyone's different <laughs> yeah. types of hair. It was like a weird analogy, but I think it landed. Yeah. 100%. 100%. And I think breakups are probably the loneliest I've ever felt in my life. Like Dido, white mm-hmm. flag. <laughs> she will go down with this ship. I will go down with the ship. So to know, firstly, that you're not the only person who's ever yes. felt like this. 
sometimes I used to lie in bed at night being like, I wonder how many heartbroken people there are out there right now. <laughs> you're such a romantic. <laughs> um, but to know that you're not alone and, and that actually if we can kind of like come together in the yes. learning of this is actually a very powerful thing. And so do you have any things that stick out, any lessons that you learnt from your first Break up, you know, the first cut is the deepest. Oh my god, it was so deep. Yeah. Um, yeah, I do. <laughs> or in general, you've had a few. <laughs> I'm dying. I'm so glad that now though I don't I know that I'm not a failure because I've had yes. breakups plural throughout my life. Um okay, my first couple of breakups were deeply shameful, which we've talked about in our last episode, how to deal with that. Um, like I've been cheated on and it was really, really humiliating and um, then like one of them went on to be like a famous model actor person and I would like see them on billboards and be haunted with them and I remember being so cut up at high school that my mum actually sewed a little this is actually really cute lion button on my school dress my school uniform and she was just like if you're ever sad just be brave like the lion because you know like at high school it's like everyone's talking about you and it's such hot gossip yeah I just remember feeling so devastated and I think that first love is and first breakup is so devastating because it's your first experience of extreme dopamine and extreme romance and extreme feeling of fate and serendipity yeah the one and and there are all the movies about the high school lovers and, and you've never felt like any of this before and it's such like a rush while you're also in this very formative time in your life. But even if falling in love for the first time happens later down the track. So yeah. I wish I knew that it wasn't – that they weren't the only person for me and, yeah. and that like um, to have that kind of calm knowledge that this wasn't the only th- – like time I would ever be loved or in a relationship in my whole life but it's so hard to have that perspective yeah and and even if you had that even if you knew in your right mind this isn't the only time I'll ever be loved I just feel like when you're going through your first breakup you're not going to believe that oh my gosh no way but that's why I actually not to toot our own horns or toot love better's horns or anyone's but I think making something like this, which not only acknowledges that that is one of the most sweep-you-off-your-feet, gut-punched feelings in the world, take it seriously and then want to create something like this so there's a resource, so there's at least like one good breakup resource. Yes. I just think taking it seriously is really important and taking teenagers that are going through it because it is the biggest thing you've ever been through in your life probably. You've been given no kind of formal no. skills or like I was going to say frameworks but that but, sounds like a CEO at a board meeting. Yeah. But um, like ways to deal with it. It's like we're really not talked taught how to do two major things in our life which is how to love and how to work and and weirdly they both kind of emulate each other a lot in the dynamics that play out in our lives but so you're young it's the first time it's happened to you and you're giving no fucking roadmap as to how to navigate it and it's something that hurts just as much when you're a kid as it does when you're an adult and so why do we treat teenage breakups is so sort of trivial yeah you know which because it's also so formative as well like I know that that first breakup for me was utterly utterly devastating just 
picture the mum, my mum sewing a line yeah. button on my maroon school uniform um and you carry that hurt with you through to your next relationships if you don't process it properly and make sense of it and and kind of relinquish some of the shame or the darker kind of messier feelings Mm. around it so I can't kind of stress enough how important it is to like surround yourself with good people and 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 do your best to to truly make sense of what's happened yeah and and let yourself take it seriously. I remember, yeah. like, when my friends would go through breakups and that sort of be like, yeah, but it doesn't, like, or in the future they would sort of play it off as, oh, it was a high school breakup, so maybe it didn't mean that much. Yeah. Or maybe these feelings were just because I was young. And it's yeah. kind of like, no, they were actually very real. Yeah. So just let yourself feel that. Um, I feel like the number one thing that I took away from this whole series. Okay, our, I'm excited. Our favourite saying and Liv just brought it up in one of our first episodes and I just don't know why I'd never talked about it or thought about it in this way but radical self-acceptance or radical acceptance that things are going to go wrong people are going to wrong you and sometimes there's nothing you can do about it like radical acceptance of things of anything of anything kind of yes no truly it became something that we referenced just constantly. constantly in these podcasts because that can be one of the hardest things to learn. That's like level 10 therapy shit. That is like one of the hardest That's things to learn. NCA excellence. Yeah. yeah. Like being able to accept and and in the moment think back to it when you're really hurting, being able to accept that maybe it's not about you and maybe oh. it's not even about okay, wish them, I knew that but it probably then. is about them. No. <laughs> But just, you're not going to get what you want from them. You're not going to get closure from them. And to radically accept that some things are just going to go wrong in life. Yeah. It will alleviate so much, but it takes, that's like you have to go through, achieved, and then merit, and then get to excellence. Incredible analogy, and I'm completely following you. Yes, but just accepting like things go wrong, things don't work out, and sometimes it's just not all your fault. Yeah. And based on that... Another thing we referenced almost constantly was put the energy that you feel like putting into them, that you feel like putting into making them jealous or getting revenge, put that into you. And that is such a – honestly, if if I had that bullet point just written down in front of me, it would probably stop so much revenge posting or so much, I don't know, of the the shit that feels really in the moment good. And then you look back on it and it could be a cause of shame or embarrassment because you wish that you hadn't. So being able to – Look to yourself for closure or look to yourself when you're wanting to do these things. Like, just look at yourself as having only a certain supply of energy. Why would you give it to the person that broke your heart? A hundred percent. I would also say on that, sometimes after a breakup, it feels like a secret race as to who can, like, win. Do better first. Yeah, or who can thrive again. And to, like, untangle yourself from that timeline is so important because – I personally would love if it took more time, but as in a way better place, yeah. then quickly getting into another relationship just to show that someone else will love yeah. me and maybe they're hotter or cooler or whatever, like kind of yeah, visually that will signify that I'm doing okay. So like unshackling yourself from that race to basically win the breakup by like yeah. excelling somewhere else super publicly is, yeah. is super useful to think super about. Super useful. Another thing, this is quite a basic tip. Um, 
unfollow or block them on social media. Get them out of your orbit. Yeah, this will stop you from doing, and we had an episode on this, some low-level stalking. When the option's in front of you, you're likely to do it, and there's no shame in that because, honestly, it's very normal. Yeah. You've spent a lot of time with this person. You want to see what they're up to. It's It's not putting the energy back into you, though. So truly one of the simplest things you can do is block them or use the unfollow button yes you're allowed to it's like if you've been online shopping and you keep getting retargeted ads with like a pair of shoes yeah. you're looking at you're yes. so much more likely to buy them because you're being shown them all the time and you're like oh they look so cool my new life and my new shoes yeah it's the same thing with seeing like heaps of content from your ex i also think the best thing one of the other best things so many best <laughs> things i've been told is go away and make your own secrets yes and you can't do that if you're constantly feeding information back into each other's lives. Yeah. And, like, I found that to be a really empowering thing. Yeah. Just to, like, kind of fall off social media for a while, give myself some grace, unfollow them or yeah. silence them and be like, my quest now is to build myself back up yeah. and go and make my own secrets so that when I see them next, I feel like I'm my own person. Yes, and you've done that all on your own. Another quite a basic tip, if you can avoid it, if it's safe to do so, Please don't ghost them. It's like one of the cruelest things Cruelest things you can do. We had a big episode on ghosting and that, again, leads to things like shame and yeah. embarrassment and guilt. And I'd be these so feelings. gutted if I heard anyone listening to this podcast ghost after this because I just think it's one of the most devastating and torturous things you can do to someone. And then once the breakup is done, similar to the unfollowing on social media is – Leave them be. There is a reason that you broke up and maybe you want to be friends, but this probably isn't going to happen maybe ever, but it's probably not going to happen close to the time that you broke up. So you both just need to go your separate ways. And then if you did the breaking up, similar to the ghosting tip, you do owe this person an explanation to give them some closure. But if it's not safe for you to do so obviously there are exceptions Mm. to the tips and then on the other side of that as we've mentioned if you can't get closure from the person you're going to need to get it from yourself because not everyone has listened to own the feels and knows that you shouldn't ghost or you shouldn't or you should give an explanation um so i don't know get a journal go and make your secrets yes go go and make your secrets and i feel like when you are giving the person an explanation as to why you broke up it thinking about being graceful as well trying to think about the tone in which you do that so not like you did this yes. you did that but like I feel is a really use your I statements good structure to yes. use like I feel like I need to do my own thing right now thank you for every our time yes. together again like keeping it really short and, yep. and succinct and clear there's such a kind of like easy trap to fall into to like write all these essays in your notes app and be like oh I'm really getting to it here like paragraph three yeah and then in December you know it's just like nothing they respond to that is gonna be good it's gonna be good enough for what the energy you feel like you've put into it you're gonna be like but they didn't even look at paragraph two (laughs) in the third stanza like you know you'd be like my sonnet yeah (laughs) They didn't even understand my haiku. Yeah, the soliloquy did not land. So, like, keeping it simple, they've been in the relationship too. They were there. They know its ins and outs. And if they're denying themselves of that information, then they're on their own kind of closure journey. Yeah. Next thing, 
trust your gut. We talk about this all the time. It's like a muscle and the more you use it, the stronger it gets. And this can be really helpful when you know there's something that's not quite right, but you can't pin- you can't pinpoint what's wrong. And this is also quite important because when it comes to your safety, it can often be hard to know mm. what to accept and where the line is when, especially in the stalking episode, we spoke a lot about what sort of went from low level to quite harmful things. And that can be hard to know, but you have to trust within yourself that you know what your boundaries are. And yes. if they're being crossed, then as we've spoken about time and time again, you should probably like text love better to 234 or reach out to someone that you trust for emotional support. But um, we have resources in the show notes for all of that. But trust your gut. If it's wrong, it's wrong. Yeah, because you start a relationship on a feeling, right? So that feeling means something to even begin with. Yeah. So it's that same muscle that's telling you when it's not right as well. And I think... um, we can get swept up and, oh, I'll just give it some more time or like, oh, no, and quash those feelings down. But if you can think of it as the same thing yeah. that started it. It can be the same thing to end it. And then we have just some classics, some standards oh, that have it. been recurring before we get to all of your lessons um, that you sent in to us. Lean on your friends, your family, your therapist. You probably shouldn't try and do this alone. I know we talk about looking to yourself for closure. Yeah, um, no. Other people are also good. Oh, because you need people to remind you of your good. Yes. And there's only so much of that you can do. Like when I've been super heartbroken and like getting ready for work, like walking around like, <laughs> am I even good? <laughs> a loser in my house like, oh, it's a really good outfit today. Can, well done. Like you're doing yeah. so well. Well, you've got a lunch packed today, even though yeah. you're super devastated. Congratulations. You need outside yeah. resources, a.k.a. good gorge friends who yeah. are like solid in their own lives to remind you of your good because sometimes the experience of a breakup can be so eviscerating, like so draining of your spirit that to have people around you who love you mm. for who you are without them is just the most like – important and nourishing thing you can do and also because sometimes in those times you doubt everything about yourself and they are just there to be like um no you were this person before them and you are this person after them yes when I had a my most recent devo heartbreak my friend would call me at the same evening at the same time every week and it would just be this like pep talk they would often leave me like in tears because it was so sweet and she would just be like you know you're the like best person I know and like just really sweet stuff that you just need to hear yes and And because maybe you used to hear it from them and then that's gone and so yeah your friends will give it to you yeah and then not to be cringe but the the last tip from us is that you actually have to own the feel crazy sounds crazy based on the title based on the title of this podcast but The main thing is you need to know that you're allowed to feel these things. You need to validate them as we've been trying to do Mm. throughout these podcasts. And just letting yourself feel things, not trying to shut it out, not trying to compartmentalize it. You're not smarter than your feelings. You actually just have to feel them. And denying yourself of that experience will delay the process of getting over them. Denial is a river in Egypt. (laughs) It is not what you are going to do. Oh my god, I just I'm calling the Lucy hotline next time I get into heart hell. And now for the moment you've all been whining for. 
Your tips. Your tips. All the things that you sent through to us. Um, because you are much smarter than the two of us here. So let's hear what you had to say. First one, you can both be good people and still not be good for each other. These are, I feel like these are so amazing because they're what people learn out of their first breakups. <laughs> yeah. And just to know that everyone that sent in something has come far enough to be able to look back on it. And With give clarity it yeah. and composure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Your significant other should not fix all of your problems. They shouldn't be the missing piece, but rather an extra piece. Oh, do you know who would totally validate that? Who? Oprah. Oh, <laughs> she should come on the pod next time. I'd um, love she's to She's in be- the next room. She's so. <laughs> and she is actually reliving her first yeah. heartbreak. So oh, that she can- oh, she's just having her coffee one sec. <laughs> <laughs> and just while we wait, never hook up with your ex months after they broke up with you. Because... You just this is this is obviously from someone with experience of hooking <laughs> up with them after they were broken up with. It's just not gonna leave you feeling good. It's just opposite to everything we've been talking about. But also if that does happen, give yourself some grace. Yeah. Because it happens. It happens, we do things, but try not to. Yeah. I really liked this one. Pain is temporary always. And like when you're at the bottom of that well and you honestly just feel like you'll never feel normal again. Like the just knowledge that pain is temporary is just the most comforting mm-hmm. feeling. And my, I think I've talked about this in chimes before, but one of the like most useful things I did during heartbreak was to put a reminder in my phone a month after each month on the day that we broke up. And it would be like one month since your hellish heartbreak. And you would be like at work or like out for coffee months like in the future yeah. your future self and this like cute little thing would come up and it would be like a milestone and it would yeah. be a reminder to me of how far I'd come and, and it, that it was temporary that yeah you it. yeah and maybe it didn't come immediately but to be like oh my god it's been two months and at least I don't know my fringe is starting to grow out yeah. and the weather's changing or even just at least it's been two months yeah it's two months down yes that's yeah. two months down so that's my hot tip um, another one, the block button is your best friend. Yeah. I wholeheartedly agree with that. Really hard one to kind of do, but yes. good to do. I learned this one from my therapist, which was like when you are further along in a breakup period and you're still thinking about them and it just feels like your mind, like you don't even want to be thinking about them anymore. She was like, when you think about them, just think snip like a pair of scissors. And she's just like, you got to snip them yeah. away from your thoughts. Yeah. And, and I know it sounds like, kind of loser Eve and we laughed about it at the time when she told me but it was so it just became this funny thing yes. that we do like snip I was like, gonna say and it's weird the things that stick with you and honestly some, most of the time it is the cringe or the funny ones that you've reframed in your brain to actually mean something really big and important to you yeah and I love that okay this snip. one this one I like because it's basically about phoenixing which is one of the things we are most passionate about in the world is that you will phoenix from the ashes like a bird breakups can be beautiful i was at rock bottom couldn't eat couldn't sleep cried everywhere every day it was about as intense as breakups come but i look back on those six months of agony so fondly the intense downs exacerbated the beautiful parts
parts of life. My friends and family were so incredible and I felt so, so loved. I discovered yoga and after five years, I'm a religious yogi. That's actually good because we talk about going and doing your own things and finding your own things. Um, Truly life-changing in the best way. I know myself, love myself and trust myself and my support network now more than I ever would have if I'd been spared that nasty breakup. I'm grateful for all of it. Oh. I kind of had shivers. I know. I just like feel like that was me after no. this hellish breakup. And I would like wake up at five and just walk for like two hours before work. And I felt like I was becoming that crazy person in the neighborhood where, where the neighbors were like, oh, she's out again, you know, <laughs> checking her odometer because you're so like – the, if it's very bad, the grief is so active in your body and yeah. you have feel like you have no control over it. Yeah. And you, it's such an out-of-body experience in those like very, very terrible times. And everyone says all the stuff for you, but it's so hard to believe it. And then you look back and you're like, oh, my God, look at the person that I became. And it comes back to other things we've talked about across the other episodes, like having – more time, making new friends, yeah. making new secrets. It feels like the tiniest fucking things you do in that moment, but they truly, truly add yeah. up. And I think this person is just – it was just so nice to read something from someone that said they were grateful for yeah. going through that because – Hopefully it means, and you can't ever be sure, but going through one really bad and then learning from it should mean that if you have anything to do with the next breakup, Mm. it shouldn't be so bad because you've learnt these skills that will make it a bit easier. It'll still be hard, but it should make it a bit easier for you. Yeah, and you learn more about yourself and also what you want and also almost more importantly what you don't want or won't tolerate Mm. and it means you have the opportunity to bring those into your next crush or relationship and be like hey so I'm not really into this this is kind of my vibe and this is sort of like my tempo are you into it or not and you have those kind of expectations or those visions outlined like a lot earlier instead Mm. of Instead of later down the track when um, you're Dido. And you've just given all of yourself because you didn't know what your boundaries were. Suddenly you just don't know yourself. Suddenly you're listening to White Flag on repeat. (laughs) This next one is another story. I started dating my ex when I was 13. We dated for two and a half years and during that time they were the only thing I could care about. They cheated, lied and made me think I was a broken shell of a person who couldn't make friends and that all I deserved was the terrible treatment they gave me. What I learned from that awful situation was that sometimes they have to leave you because you don't have it in you to leave them. You think that everything about you is stained by them and that you can't survive without them so you'll never be able to leave them no matter how terrible they are to you. Sometimes being left is a blessing and a saving even if it feels like a death sentence. You will survive, you will grow and move on and you'll realise there is life beyond the misery they put you through. You are a person and you deserve someone who truly loves you beyond the facade. And for this person to have gone through that when they were 13 till 15 and then to be able to recognise that they maybe didn't feel strong enough to leave and be grateful that they were left is honestly, it's quite an important thing to touch on because 
this is actually, no matter how young it was when it happened, this is emotional abuse. Here. Yes. Oh, my gosh, completely and completely unacceptable behavior. Yeah. And and I'm so glad that in the story they're not blaming themselves. For, I know. For, like not knowing the lines of things because also when you're young or in your first relationships, you don't know how much to concede or, or yes. and how much, you know, like where the line is about where you should be treated. And I often think it's like, would I tolerate being treated like that by a friend? Yes. No, so why would I do so by someone I'm in a relationship with? And I just think it's amazing, as we were saying before, about how few resources are out there to deal with a breakup <gasps> and to yeah. deal with something like this. For this person to have gone through this so young yes. and still come out of it and known that they weren't the problem and that they needed this person to leave them and to see it for what it was without rose-tinted lenses, I just think is quite incredible and just quite just amazing that they have come out. Almost like I just wonder how they did that. Yeah, incredible, incredible wisdom. And then the last story, tip, thing that this person learnt from their first breakup was, I've learned boundaries are essential. I didn't want to break up. I still love them and wanted to try and make things work. So for me, boundaries are hard. When we saw each other a few days after the breakup, because I came back home, we talked about all of our feelings and how sad we both were. We joked and laughed. It was the most open we'd been in weeks and things almost felt like normal. We ended up having sex that night and it gave me hope that maybe things could work out. Hope can be dangerous and not having boundaries is also dangerous. They told me there was no chance of things working out and apologised for that night and how misleading it was. But it taught me that we need to have boundaries even if you don't want them right now. That's... This is such a hard lesson to learn because sometimes you meet someone who's an old flame, you used to crush on them, maybe they've like been in your DMs or they've like treated you a bit shitty but still you can't help but crush on them and you see each other and the chemistry is very physical or difficult to deny and it's like you get lost in the moment or you can convince yourself that like oh maybe we are meant to be together but having boundaries is like the hardest thing it's a discipline but at the end of the day you have to decide like what you're worth and if this person is not treating you with respect and making you feel good enough and being reliable and like meeting you on your level then it's not worth it and you do have to put those boundaries in place and I'm really glad that someone did write in about boundaries because yes. I feel like it's something that we've alluded to throughout the whole season as we've been saying things like put yourself first and put the energy into you, which is sort of in theory putting up boundaries to make sure that you are mm. doing you. But, yeah, for this person to to write in and be so open about the fact that, yeah, in their first relationship they sort of were sad and then they joked and laughed together and then they ended up yeah. sleeping together and that is a very – normal part of a confusing breakup totally because the chemistry is there yeah obviously something bad happened but there's a chemistry to why you got together in the first place right and so boundaries it's also like boundaries doesn't sound very romantic yeah i know like tell me a good rom-com where they're like two really boundary characters try and get together Climate change happened, and but they managed to overcome it, yeah. and like have and they a really see functional each other, relationship. <laughs> they see each other twice a week because they have boundaries in their own lives, yeah. like, <laughs> and an e vehicle. Yeah. So it's like 
it's not sounds, hot. It doesn't sound hot. Doesn't sound horny. And we're kind of sold that romance is this like undeniable thing we can like fight against, but it eventually conquers us. And I think um, as you get older, you realize the benefit of having boundaries because it's so intrinsically tied up with your self worth and what you think you're worth. And I think you get the love you think you deserve and when you start putting boundaries in place you start to be treated in ways in which you You deserve to be yeah and that's the last lesson that we got sent in from a reader but Belle do you have any any final thoughts that you need to get out before on the feels ends Firstly, I'm kind of sad that it's over. Same. <laughs> but don't cry because it's over. Smile because it happened. Thanks, hun. I'll be putting that on my wall tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I guess, no, I just wanted to sort of say, like, if you're going through a breakup, you're so not alone. Oh, and I yeah. just hope that's the most, like, resonating Valuable. thing, undeniable thing about listening to this podcast. And, like, I truly, truly know this and take it from a worn-out woman who's really been through the throes of romance out here surviving, sliving, slaying as a solo gal, <laughs> that the best moments of my life have truly come in the months after a breakup. I've made new friends. I've, like, rediscovered old parts of myself, like, oh, my gosh, I'm painting again. Who is this girl? I lost her. I've cut my hair or found a new style, and I know it sounds, like, super cliche, but and I was trying to think of an analogy. I was like... I honestly felt like the basilisk. Like, you know how they used to like shed a skin and like come out I don't even know what that snake? is. It's a Harry Potter reference. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you, you've just I am nodding. nodding. A non-Harry Potter girl. But you just like, you become a new version of you. And I think that is such a gift. And I, I think you can feel like you're crawling along the bottom of a well on your hands and knees for so long. And you can feel shame and stripped of any sense of value or who you are. But to be gifted that out the other side is like so I almost wouldn't trade it yeah you don't want to in the moment you cannot think that you're like get me out of here but then when you look back yeah like I remember driving around the car with my friend V and she was and I just said to her like tell me when this will be over like I would do anything to fast forward time right now and she said oh I think it's going to be six months and (laughs) I was just like (laughs) that's an eternity (laughs) get me out here Um, but I put that notification in my calendar and that day came and I honestly felt like the Statue of Liberty like oh so I promise you that that moment will come and it will come in your own time but it will come a lot better if you love a lot better and break up a lot better wow it'll come a lot better everyone if you've listened to own the feels and you start to own them we have to say the biggest thank you to we do everyone that's one listened to these episodes because you're all now the most skilled breaker upperers in the world. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. That's some LinkedIn skill endorsing yes. you've got going on there. Send them to me and Bell, and we'll endorse endorse you. <laughs> Plus one for breaking up. Yeah. <laughs> we obviously have to say thank you to every beautiful goddamn person that sent a story into us because. The series is truly nothing if it's just two worn out women talking about chatting about our romantic recycling. Peaks and yeah. yeah. The another same wedding stories. story, another analogy about Catherine Heigl. <laughs> but it's truly been so validating and so as as much as we say, I hope you know that you're not alone anymore, it really has made us be like, Wow, neither are we because yeah. we have hundreds of people here just pouring their hearts out onto the pages and now into 
the ears. <laughs> onto the pages and into your ears. What a universal human experience. Ugh. And one that I was going to say we're glad to have done together, but breaking up, not good whether you're together or apart. Mm. <laughs> um, but we also need to say thank you to Love Better thank because you. they have just honestly done the most to make this happen, to give young people a resource to help them go through a breakup and to take breakups seriously it really wouldn't have been possible to make this without them and if you do need someone to talk to you should contact Youthline New Zealand because they've set up a dedicated and free Love Better helpline all you have to do is email lovebetter at youthline.co.nz or text lovebetter to 234 it's an amazing resource I can't believe it's even a thing it's cool we wish we'd had it when we were younger all the time even better got it when we're 25 plus (laughs) (laughs) Love that I'm in the plus bracket there. Thank plus. you. We must say thank you to our producer, I here. Not only has he recorded these episodes, but he's also come to terms with a few of his own heartbreaks in the past. Guilty as charged. Guilty as charged. <laughs> and you know what? We'll see you, hopefully, to continue talking about breakups and whatever medium it comes. See we won't soon. shut up about it. Can't wait. Bye. Bye. Bye.